L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, I'm Jake Trumper. And I'm Alex Schulte. And together, we're historically, historically inaccurate. And you can learn history with us because I'm kind of an expert. I'm not sure if expert's the word I would use. No, I, I'm ready to teach people history because, like, uh, ask me to name every president. But I know you can't. No, just ask me. I don't want to hear Washington, you do that again. John Adams, Thomas I, Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson. So Sorry, we're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. Jake, are you still going? Jake, just fast fast forward to the end. We are literally running out of time. Did you literally forget the president who is right now, Joe Biden? Joe Biden! I did it. I was in in my groove. Come and learn with us, everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm I'm kind of doing most of the You couldn't even remember Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. (laughs) L-A-S. Well, hey there, you little kitties laying in your beds thinking about sugar plums, sugar plums, and dancing elves elves in their heads, snowflakes, and all those joyful Christmas. This must be a Halloween episode. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, Happy Halloween. (laughs) Is that how that goes? Um, that's what I always was taught well, when I cool. was a kid. Cool. You and I had very different childhoods, I guess. <laughs> We've already established yeah, that. Yeah, we did. That's true. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of From One Dad to Another. I'm one of your hosts, Logan. I'm the other host, Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi, Logan. We're joined with producer Jackson Parker. Hi, Jackson. Oh, hey. Hey, Jackson. I always have to actively decide what last name I'm going to use for you. Right. I, I like to watch that that fear in your face <laughs> for a moment. I'm going to say the wrong one. I don't know if it's fear. I wasn't afraid. You look scared. Uh, okay, well. Okay. Well, now everybody knows. And everyone knows <laughs> that you're scared of names. This is From One Dad to Another, the weekly podcast where we discuss parenting, growing as parents, uh, uh, reflecting and analyzing, and, and also just a bunch of Just nonsense. other stuff. <laughs> nonsense. Sometimes we don't even get to the parenting. No, that's not true. We eventually always get there. We always. We that's always right. get to the parenting. Um, Tim, how's it going? Anything it's new? Going, it's going good. I just wrapped up... Uh, a semester of teaching. It was, it was a tough one. We talked about that. There was, there was some uh, uh, some toughness, but no, I, I'm going on vacation tomorrow, flying down to sunny Florida. So yeah, let's talk. Let's let's do our casual chatting yeah. intro. Yeah. Um, what do your holidays look like? Uh, well, hanging out with family, but we're getting it started with uh, Jordan's birthday is uh, at the end of the week, Woo! and as a birthday present. We are going down, and we're going to spend a couple days at Disney. So she gets to be in the Magic Kingdom uh, for her birthday. And uh, so that's really exciting. And then I get to go lay on a beach and get to go skinny dipping and uh, doing all the things that I love to do. Uh, and then, Yep. Then we come back and uh, settle in for the holiday. And uh, what about you? Yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to see some family. Not going to Disney. Not going to Disney. Disappointingly, but uh, but yeah, I think we're gonna keep it fairly casual, fairly light. Um, nothing too crazy. It's um, Marlo's first Christmas. That's really exciting. Does she have an really ornament exciting. yet? Uh, no, but it's been discussed. Yeah, yes. Marnie is keeping Are you gonna an eye make out it? for. Is Marnie gonna make it? She's super creative in that kind of stuff. She is. She's definitely somebody that would do that. I don't know if she is or not. She should knit 
an ornament. I, I I, that sounds awesome. I feel like she might cricket it. That would, uh, that's more likely maybe. right now. She's yeah. cricketing quite a bit. Yeah. Um, one of those Cause she got the, cause she got the cricket oh, yeah. last year at, for Christmas, right? Hey, it all comes hey, full circle. <laughs> <laughs> and there is 2021. Nailed it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so we're really excited for Marlo's first Christmas. She's got a cute outfit. She's, uh, she will certainly have an ornament in some capacity or another. We had her four month appointment today. Yeah. So she's getting big. She's getting big, but not too big. Not she's, too big. Not like, like, oh my gosh, she's getting big. You I don't have the numbers down. right. Actually, I it, wasn't do. she like twelve pounds three ounces? I was reading Facebook earlier, and I don't know, it was something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I uh, come on, prove me right. Oh, How's my memory? Second. Hold on one second. I mean, my memory generally sucks. Like, uh, I'm I'm finding myself like forgetting. Where my reading glasses are, where my Geritol is, <laughs> um, uh, and if if you hadn't figured it out yet, I'm I'm saying I'm getting old. Ye- oh, is that what you're saying? That's what I was okay, saying. Okay, I'm with you on it. Yeah, um, Marnie just posted this, so I actually have it in front of me. So um, she weighs 12 pounds, 10 ounces. Ah, 10 ounces. Yep. Off by seven. Uh, which is the 17th percent. Uh, so she's still relatively she's little. She's tiny and uh, 23.5 inches long, which is the 12th percent. So so she's she's short and light. Very cute though. She's going to be a wrestler. <laughs> but she's progressing just fine. So the the yeah. trends of growth are good. So Awesome. She's in good Well, and she looks super happy and again, you know, every week that goes by, she gets a little bit more of a personality and she's seeing things, she's reaching for things. She's yeah. 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 So, very exciting. She grab hold things. of your beard and hang on. Your your beard's quite bushy and she's got those grabby little hands now. All right. Well, I'm shaving tomorrow. So, <laughs> it's all coming off. Clean shaven for the holidays. Doubt it. I haven't been clean shaven in years. Yeah, um, I but I need to trim it up for sure. For yeah, sure. Whatever. Braid it. Speaking of things we need to do. Yeah. Um we teased a very special guest we on did. last week's episode. Yeah, a Halloween guest. That, <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. Um, yeah, it's actually just uh, a a giant demon. Yeah. A giant, yeah. Yeah. A giant scary. I mean, that sounds about right. No. Is is uh, so? Is our guest here? Um, let's go ahead and bring him in. Uh, to you, uh, Jackson, could you send send in the guest? You... Yep. Can you? Yep. Yeah. There we go. Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> oh, 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 it's a Christmas oh, demon. Ah, that's the- well, my suit no. is red, <laughs> and my my name is an anagram for the you know Satan. But I am not the devil. I promise you. Oh, Everybody, oh, oh. it is Santa Claus. It is Santa Claus right here in the studio? How you doing, Santa? I am great. It's wonderful to be here. Wow. Oh, wow. It you is sound like, like you sound like you've been drinking a lot of whiskey. Just a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah, it keeps you warm, you know. But it's really warm here in Cedar Rapids today. It is, and it's supposed to be like really warm tomorrow. How on earth are you going to like and also really windy. like get the sleigh to slide around on the streets? Well, how we, does that work? We park it at the airport. Oh. oh, do you have to pay the seven dollars a day in no, parking? No, 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 no. They they take care of. Them. Oh, oh, great, that's, that's good. They're on the nice list. <laughs> well, it's good that they treat Santa well. Is that all it takes? Is free parking? God, yes. I wish I had figured that yes. out when I was a kid, and also figured out a, a way to give Santa free parking when I was a little kid. We need to play Monopoly more. Mm. <laughs> uh, I that see what good. you did. You're pretty clever there, Santa. Oh, <laughs> I try. Well, Santa, it's so exciting to have you here in the studio. But I know this is a really busy time for you. So, what is December like for Santa Claus? I feel like you've got to be—you got to have your hands full. Well, the elves take care of most of it, and what they don't, Mrs. Claus kind of 
you know, she's busy baking cookies and so things like wait that. wait a minute. What do you do in December if, if the elves <laughs> and Mrs. Claus are doing all the work? What are what? Are, well, you're doing interviews. Upper management. Upper management. Ah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's right. That's I get good. A, I get to supervise. Oh. Make the, make the key decisions. That's why I get paid nothing. Well, big I bucks, mean, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't do this for the money anyway. No, no, it's for the Christmas cheer. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's yeah. that, and the cookies and the well, the milk. That's right? help. Is that, that still a, that is helps, that still yeah. a thing? You're not lactose intolerant. Or no, anything, right? no, that's a myth. Okay, good. There you go. Good. Confirmed. Myth busted. Busted. Uh, Santa, have we seen you around a little bit in in Cedar Rapids so far this year? Well, I was at the the Paramount um, a couple weekends ago. Excellent. In the lobby area. Uh, for Orchestra Ira's uh, holiday pops. Yeah. What were uh, what were what were ki- was it kids or grownups? Both. Oh, okay. Did you what have were- some grownups come and sit on your lap? Well, and that's good for- this yeah. year because of COVID, they're not really sitting on the lap uh, much. Uh, they're as scared of it as I am. So <laughs> okay, they're coming close enough to me for me to hear them, or they're stepping behind me for a photo, or next to me for. a photo. I mean, photo. I don't know if I'd want to sit on Satan's lap either. Santa. Sa- Santa. Santa. Oh, Santa. Uh, <clears throat> oh let me check <clears throat> my. Oh, oh God. My handwriting is terrible. Oh, your microphone is set to Satan. Uh, you, need to turn... <laughs> you need to change that. Oh, 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 oh there oh. we go. I flipped the switch. Okay, great. So what are kids asking for this year? They are asking for, the number one thing is is hoverboards. Oh. Which, but not you know, like the Back to the Future hoverboard. No, no, no. The ones that the batteries explode. Those. Ah. Uh, those. Okay, those are good. Um, you and can't then, take them on airplanes no, because of that. No, definitely not. Um, they're asking for hoverboards. They're asking for slime is still a big one. Um, slime? slime? Slime. Slime, where you make slime. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a big one. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Another, so science-y. Yeah. Type stuff. That's, STEM. That's, that, so is it like 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 with cornstarch? No, there's no, that's, kits. That's there's kits, but it is like cornstarch yeah. and borax and, and Elmer's glue. But then <laughs> they, but, but then they sell it for five you times as much. under the sink. No, no, no. no. They sell kits. Uh, with with Elmer's glue, and they can charge you a hundred times more than Elmer's glue actually costs. Oh, that's amazing! And then they add some glitter that's and a, some food coloring. That's a great business model. So they model. they take a dollar worth of stuff and they sell it to you for ten or fifteen dollars. And when you say they, you really mean you. No, I mean the companies. But my elves, we don't mark it up. We just we just deliver. This You're stuff. in upper management of a company that overcharges for Elmer's glue. I don't. I don't. I don't set the price. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't. You're, you're, what you're what telling me is, is that it's not price. But that's fixing. what kids are asking for. Uh, what are adults who sit on your lap asking for? Um, world peace. Hmm. Um, that's the a end, good one. No. No. It was children that were asking for this. I had multiple ask for the end of COVID. Um, they uh, want that to end very much. It, yeah. it bothers them. Um, then other things children are asking for are books. They like books a lot. But not books about COVID. No, no, no. Books about COVID. I think they know enough about COVID. All they have to do is turn on the TV Mm. every 10 minutes. That's all they hear about. Oh, well, I mean, that makes sense. So um, are you... Are you? Do you have to take off? Pretty soon Is here, there, yes. Okay. Pretty soon uh, here, yes. Um, what uh, What do you want? Uh, what do you want people to to know this year about Christmas? I mean, is there supply chain issues that we should be concerned with? Not or? really. <laughs> Not really. If, you know that that part. That part. I mean, there is some supply chain issues. Just be patient. Okay. You know, even if you have to wait till a little bit after Christmas, realize that everybody's trying as hard as they can to get you what they want. But I will. I do want to let every child know that I promise I will have a very special present under the tree for each of them. 
so this year. So. Are you going to spoil it like right now and say what it is? No. Oh. Oh. No. I thought we were about to get an exclusive. That's Not a good call, all. though. That's yeah, call. we don't want to be the responsible for ruining I Christmas. Don't wanna, no, no, no. I, wanna, I mean, I Satan spread promised me that Santa. he was. Santa. No, you got to get that oh, switch. Got to get that, yeah. Well, it's really, it's it's a loose switch. Okay. Well, <laughs> well Jackson, make a note. We'll get that fixed. Get, but fix uh, that switch. But Santa, no, it's so great to hear that you're. You're doing the work. The kids are going to have something special this year. Absolutely. Um, it's, and I think that you are such an important part of the holiday season. So thank you so much for what you do. Oh, yeah. it's my pleasure. It's my well, pleasure. Well, thank you for stopping by. I understand that you have one of your helpers who's going to take over. Absolutely. Is that correct? Okay. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Santa. Uh, be safe out there uh, as you try and get your sleigh to move through the 70 degrees streets of Cedar Rapids. <laughs> and actually, I'm not even sure why you're in Cedar Rapids. It's not even Christmas yet, but I'm happy to have you here. Well, upper management. Upper, upper management. Yeah. Don't, don't strain your back around. doing all that That's upper right. management. Going right. through the... Through the uh, well, thank you for Midwest. having me. It's been a real pleasure. <laughs> I'll right. come back maybe next year or something if you'd like me to come. All right. Well, be safe out awesome. there, Santa. Thank right. you, Santa. We'll see you. <laughs> see you later. Oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Oh, well, that was cool. That was really great. So I wonder who he's going to get to uh, come in. Oh, oh, there. Oh, hey. Dude. Hey, we know you. Oh, hi. Yeah, come in. Come sit down. Come oh. on. Good. Oh, hey, guys. Hey. Hey, everybody. It's Chad. Hey, Chad. Chad. It's Can Man, Mr. Hi. Chad Canfield. That's yeah. right. I Chad the Can Man Canfield. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Pretty good. You know, Santa and I do sound a lot alike. You do sound a whole just, lot Just point alike. that out. Um, I don't know why. We just... Might is be. it is it is it Christmas magic? That's it exactly. Oh, okay. Did Great. you always sound like Santa, or did you start sounding like Santa when you Puberty. started becoming puberties? When I started, sound, you know, it was a little cracked voice, and then yeah. you know, probably was uh, when I was in my twenties, thirties. Santa really brought you puberty for Christmas puberty. when you were in your twenties. Puberty, and now I sound like Santa. Actually, Have you ever uh, you ever seen the Santa Claus? It actually it's just puberty. That's what happens. And then oh yeah, by the way, you're Santa. Like now. Santa fell off a ladder, you happened to find him. I wear and I then put puberty the suit happens. on and boom, puberty. <laughs> I grow a little hair in funny places. Life oh, is good. It is hilarious. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah. And yeah, also, very busy. who are you? Oh, yeah. Well, we should, uh, just because we know you doesn't mean that the people listening know you. Well, if they're in Cedar Rapids, you know, maybe That's a couple true. of them know I mean, you, you are pretty much a celebrity. Whatever. No. I mean, you're famous. <laughs> yeah, I've been in a movie once. I had, I, so uh, growing up, I had a poster of Cheryl Teagues <laughs> and a poster of Chad Canfield. Just because I fit well in a bikini. That's right. It's mm. beautiful. C-cups. Now Logan is like, who is Cheryl Teagues? Yeah. Jackson, Farrah do you know Fawcett. who Cheryl Teagues is? Not off the about, top of my head. How yeah, about Farrah Fawcett? Uh, I, I do know, know Farrah Fawcett. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bo Cheryl Derrick? Teagues was Farrah's replacement. Yeah. All um, right. Replacement of what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Have you never Angels? seen? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. Well, I thought that was Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Yes. Well, for shame. <laughs> for shame. The show is very balanced right now. So yeah. We have two young people and, and two slightly more mature people. What are you trying to say? That was very kind. Mature is not the right word. (laughs) Two more immature people. All right. So So, you are a Santa's helper. Yeah. So by the way, I'm Chad Canfield. But also, I'm from Cedar Rapids. Tell us all the other. I'm married. I have. uh, You're married to Mrs. Claus. Well, yeah, she does. Mrs. uh, Claus's helper. Mrs. Claus's helper. Yeah. And uh, we've got three children. Um, Blowing your mind here, Zach. He's Mm -hmm. thirty. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Zeta, she's going to be 16 on Valentine's Day. And Zoe, she's 19. 
going on 30. So that weirds me out, but it shouldn't because my kids did the exact same thing. They went from being really young to really like like older. T- Tim and I, we did a podcast before podcasts were cool. That's true. Um, that like was way before podcasts. Thirteen years ago, something a long like that. Time ago, I think yeah. it was 2008 is when we yeah, started. Yeah, 2008. Doing that. That's when we started. That's doing the Can Man Show. Yeah, is that still out hosted anywhere? Yeah, it's uh, it's online. You can yeah. find all 200 some odd episodes yeah, out there. You were on were, most of them. I was on a lot in the. I would say the first half, and then you and then I had other went. Other and then I just kind of pop in whenever. You were doing a lot of theater and. That's true. I was super busy free, uh, playing in bands. And but I've stuff. known you for 14, 15 years or yeah, whatever it long is. Time. Um, we've been naked together. That's true. We've been and not na- just in like a shower, like, right? Like in sports, like, like on a stage. Yeah, five hundred people a night. Lots us. of people. Like and and then when we were trying to get off stage in the dark. We were really, really close. Yeah, really close. We were naked. A lot closer to filing, each other than we should have been. Filing off the stage single file. Yeah, <laughs> which was kind of, well, we had one door. One, one door. door we to, all went through that door, through. and we were all in a hurry to get out that door, which meant that, you know, we got real close. Hey, Jackson, do you remember when Santa was here like two <laughs> minutes ago? <laughs> hey, I do. Santa gets naked, too. Just saying. Hey, Santa has to take a bath. We're not talking dirty here. No. We're talk- This was a This was no. a play... There was nothing dirty about the play, but we did get a little naked in it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So what do you? Uh, so so Chad, what do you? Uh, what do you do? What day do I to day? do? Well, I'm a trainer, which is like a what a teacher. A teacher. I'm you a teacher. teacher. You're but a corporate I, teacher. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So right now, I have some students that uh, I work for a company called uh, Medowit, and uh, what we do is uh, work with hospitals and uh, doctor's offices, and if a person has, like, say, for example, if you went to a local hospital here and you had a question about your bill, mm-hmm. you would call one of our representatives because our phone number is the one that's on the bill for the local hospital. Got it. And we would uh, help you pay your bill, set up a payment plan, maybe get you a medical bank loan if you need one, or better yet, we get you financial assistance if you need it. That's even better. So especially this time of year when you can... So my job, I started out as one of the reps that I I train. And my job, I've been there for 17 years. Mm -hmm. And I started out as one of what I'm training them to be. And I don't think I'd be there as long as I have if I didn't help people. Yeah. And that's one of the most uh, important things that I get to do with my life is I actually get to help people every day. That's awesome. Yeah. So now I get to train people how to help people. So that's kind of fun. I mean, that's kind of the sweet spot, right? Well, if you're a person who likes to help people, if you can help people help people, help them help them. Yeah. Well, teach a man to fish, and then, you know, you give a man then, a fish, and then he can eat the fish. Teach, but you teach, teach a man, a man to, fish. to fish so that they can teach other Exactly. Not every, just men. Feed everybody. Women can fish, too. That's right. Teach a person. Teach a person uh, a to people. fish. Teach a fish how to fish. Teach a fish that's cannibalism. to do <laughs> medical payments. That's right. Well, basically, though, what, what I do is I, I help people. And, um, you know, it's kind of fun to, to, to realize that thinking about when a person has a hospital bill, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah, you have good times. Like right now, you've got your four-month-old, right? right? That's a positive thing that comes from the hospital, right? Yeah. You bring home a baby. Okay. Well, you get the best of times and you get the worst of times at the hospital. That's oftentimes the last place that we breathe, you know, where Mm -hmm. people die in the hospital all the time. So we help people in all stages of their lives 
and we help people that are grieving, help help them figure out how to get that weight of that really big hospital bill off their shoulders. Yeah. And so that's what we do. A lot of people think, well, don't, you're just trying to collect money for the hospital. Bottom line is we make money when we do help the hospital get their bills right. paid. But ultimately, my job is to help people yeah. and help them Because those bills aren't bills. going away. Yeah. And not, they some, don't just disappear. Some people can afford them. Some people can't. And we help them one way or the other. So well, my, I've been there. I know what I know what that's like to have medical bills pile up, and you're just like, "Well, there goes my credit forever." Well, and yeah. I can't pay this bill. What, what a sure, lot I of give people, you ten dollars, but that's it. If there's one takeaway that I can give you right now that has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about on the show, is if you have a hospital debt, call and talk about financial assistance if you need it. You'd be shocked if you you a lot of people who make. $17, $18 an hour can still qualify for some partial financial assistance. Hmm. They can get 100% of their bill written off. They can get 80% of their bill written off. They can get 50%. And all hospitals offer it. And not, not anybody, they don't advertise it. Right. Okay? You just have right. to ask. If you have a hospital bill, look up the hospital's website, Google it. Go to their website, search financial assistance. That's the magic word, financial hmm. assistance. And on their website, I bet you can print an application out. Now, well, and that's really good info because, you know, as as parents, you yep. know, that is something that, you know, all of us are faced with to some degree or no, uh, another, whether you have insurance, whether you have a little bit of insurance, a lot of insurance, whatever it oh, is, yeah. but there are still those bills kind of come out of nowhere. And sure. if you're not prepared or if you're not in a position and to be able to do it. Most people aren't prepared for a $5,000 yeah. $5, bill or more. Yeah. And that's about the size, you know, the average size of a hospital bill is about $2,500 to $5,000 somewhere in there. And, you know, I know I wouldn't be able to pay $5,000 on the spot right now. Right. Yeah. Right. So we've, there's help. So if you have a hospital bill, call. Don't be afraid to call. Everybody there is nice, at least the ones I trained anyway. They better be. If <laughs> you don't, you reach out to me, talk to Logan and Tim, and then I'll go beat them up. There we go. Cool. <laughs> Something like that. I like that. Well, I, I think, first off, thank you for sharing all that insight. I think that's really valuable, of course, to us as parents and hosts of this show. But also, it gives us an insight into who you are and what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. I think hearing that you caring about helping people and connecting with people and who they are in your day-to-day -day work does not surprise me based on what I know about you. And so yeah. then the jump to being a professional Santa's helper, yeah. right? That's, that doesn't that's surprise not a, me. That's not a leap at no, all. Not at all. <laughs> no. I mean, it's, I mean, my mom raised me to care about all people. Um, and um, she taught me a lot of lessons when she was around and it carries on into, you know, making me who I am. So I like to help people when I can. Well, and I've known you for a really long time, but I don't think I've ever... I mean, we've talked about work stuff before yeah. uh, over the over the years, but I don't think I've ever really actually gotten this kind of insight into how much your job means to you, uh, which is really, really neat. I think I'm going to quit tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Because of that, just All right. to spite me, <laughs> Jackson, spite make a you. note. We need to cut out the last ten minutes. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to quit. My, they would, they would, they need me. So <laughs> right now, they need me. Maybe in a couple weeks, after I'm done training this class, they won't need me so much. But right now, they need me. Sure. So they sure. needed me for a while. So. Well, I think what I, I love that that you know you said your mom really taught you lessons about about caring about people. What was Christmas? like for you and, and the holiday season in general, what was that like for you when you were growing up and your family? That is a really good question 
um, I had two families. I had my dad and whatever, whoever he was with when I was a kid. He had different mm-hmm. girlfriends. And then he got married and fell in love again after my parents got divorced when I was a kid. Um, I was raised by my mom for the most part, spent most of my time with her. And she worked, um, she had two boys. I mm-hmm. have four brothers and two sisters. Um, but with my mom, it was my brother Todd and I. Yep. And um, my mom, she was, uh, I don't know if you've ever met her before, but she was a little person. She was four foot eight inches tall. <laughs> she okay. was She um, was a tiny little firecracker. She was. And she worked um, her butt off. She worked a full-time job, and then she worked um, a nighttime job. She had multiple jobs. Like, she worked multiple jobs before it was cool. Like, she had side gigs before they were cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she worked her butt off, and she never, like, if we asked for something for Christmas, she would find a way to get it. Yeah. Later in life, I found out that when my grandmother passed away in, in the 80s, um, she had my grandmother's wedding ring. And one Christmas, she didn't have a lot of money, so she hawked the wedding ring to mm. get us Transformers and G.I. Joes. Oh, wow. So we had something for Christmas. So I got <laughs> I got a, a sound wave, and my brother got a... Well, it was Optimus Prime, and then it was broken, so then they got a Megatron, and he couldn't figure out that one either. So, but <laughs> Oh, it was, 80s toys. But yes, but that was... Um, I found out later that she hawked the ring and almost couldn't go to the pawn shop to pick it up again. But my grandpa helped her and was able to get the ring back. Mm. So, wow. So Christmas is always... I mean, it was so it was a very special time for your family. My mom, I believed in Santa. I swear to God, I believed in Santa until I was about 18 years old. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. That is not, I mean, there was part of me that's like, okay, come on, Santa's not real. But my mom, like, would, would, like, she'd write little letters and she's left handed and she'd write it in her right hand and leave them all over the place from Santa Claus. Like, Two or th- before Elf on the Shelf, two or three weeks before Christmas, somehow she would there'd be a knock on the door, and outside there would be a package that had like, remember those books of lifesavers? Oh yeah, and yeah. like candy canes yep. and some other crap, and it, like she would say the elves came to visit us, <laughs> and so that was a little bit of the Christmas magic. She'd yep. like get that going, and then we'd go look at Christmas lights, and you know we'd go help ring a bell at the Salvation Army. And we do kinds of crazy things like that to help other people. And, like, if she – little things. I mean, but she just would go out of her way. She wasn't the most religious person in the world, so we didn't go to Christmas – go to church on Christmas Eve or anything like that. But she went out of her way to make everyone's life around her better. Do you have a single, like, not necessarily most special, but, like, most magical moment uh, uh, thinking about Christmas, like growing up, like is there it, is there one incident that you can point to? Where you're like, that's the one that made me just always believe in Santa Claus. Or I, something like I that. really can't think of one specific reason. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the the year I got got uh, the Transformer, I thought that was pretty cool. Or the um, we got an Atari Twenty Six Hundred one year. Ooh, you know, that was pretty God, awesome. I played that so much. Yeah, it didn't have any games. But we had the console. You had so. the console. You could look at it. <laughs> yeah, I could look at it. Hit that reset had, switch. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. I mean, but I mean, I don't know. My mom would just make magic happen. She just yeah. would. I have one one like magic moment, and it wasn't with me as a kid. It was actually as a, as a parent. But I remember one time when Autumn was little, so she was probably about five. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Christmas Eve, 
And we were, I was telling her, I was like, you have to go to bed. I was like, Santa Claus is coming. We got to get you in bed. And it was like, let's go outside and see if we can see him. And so we went out on the front porch and we were like looking around in the sky and no kidding, a shooting star went right across the sky. Like right as soon as we went out there and it was like, well, it's time to go to bed. And she, she came in, she got really excited and she came in and went upstairs and went to bed. And that was like, for me, that was like the, it was just this one magic moment uh, that I'll always remember. As an adult, with my kids, one of the magical things, because as Santa's helper, we have stuff that we do on Christmas Eve. So we normally celebrate Christmas Eve at my wife's parents' house. and um, But I have a standing 1 o'clock appointment at one of our friends' house as Santa. Um, I come home. We eat dinner. We open presents. And then about 5, 6 o'clock, I start doing my evening rounds and go around to other people's houses and visit their parties and things. And then after that, we we do go to the one day a year we go to Christmas, uh, go to church is on Christmas. So we do the Christmas Eve because we're bad Christians, um, <laughs> bad Methodists. Um, we go on Christmas Eve and um, we we come home and the presents are out. So my <laughs> kids, what they didn't know is we would go do a couple visits and then we'd spend the rest of the time home wrapping gifts and putting the tr- putting the presents under the tree, mm. and then we'd go pick them up and go to church, and then we'd come back from church, and the presents would all be there. Everything would be done. And the story was that as Santa's helper, we were one of the first stops on Santa's rounds, <laughs> and that made <laughs> Zoe believe up in the high school. Yeah, like she's like, oh, I don't believe you. But then when she comes home, she's like, how the heck did all these presents get here? So that was kind of cool. What about you, Logan? Did you believe in Santa Claus? I d- be honest. I did. I don't know when I stopped. Or were you like Judge Reinhold in the Santa Claus where he didn't get the weenie whistle when he was three? And oh, he was just like, he was yeah. like, no, I just, I didn't get my weenie whistle. Man, and I, I haven't I seen that believe. movie in a long time. And I, I watched I can't get it a couple Marnie weeks ago. So <laughs> Marnie loves Christmas movies. Yeah. But the Santa Claus is not on her list. Mm. Yeah. I just saw, I, we're going to get back to you here in a second, Logan. That's okay. You, I want to know what your what your magical moment was. But last night, speaking of Christmas movies, on Netflix, there's a movie called Love Hard. And it has Jimmy O. Yang in it, who is a stand-up comedian. Um, I think he's from Hong Kong. But it's called Love Hard. And it is about a woman who gets catfished. Um, and she goes to um, Lake Placid, of all places, to visit mm-hmm. somebody for Christmas, the person that she got catfished, and come to find out this what this guy right. Anyway, great movie. Hmm. It it really good. I was not expecting it to be good, and they they also reference one of my favorite Christmas movies, Love Actually, and Die Hard a lot. So <laughs> it's such a good movie. So I highly. So that's where the title came from. Love, love, hard. love actually, and Die Hard yeah. combined yeah. as Love Hard. Yes. So the title does not sound like a Christmas movie, not at all. But it which is, is a, which is a better amalgamation than Die Actually. Right. Yeah. Die Actually. <laughs> so Love Hard is not a. It's not a porno. It is a Christmas movie. I highly recommend it. Um, I mean, like, it's so good. Like, I would go back and watch it again. I just watched it last night. So, what's the new Christmas movie that's out this year? 
That's uh, Neil Patrick Harris. 8-Bit Christmas. Yes. I, I haven't watched it yet. I hear it's really good. But it looks superb. It's on my list, too. Sorry, I just had to pop in because I'm Hi, really looking what forward to it. What we will all do it. is we will we will go watch this over the Christmas season. When we come back from our Christmas break, yeah. we will talk about, We're we'll talk recap 8-Bit eight eight bit Christmas. I'll tell you what. Um, I want to talk some more about Christmas, and uh, and I know we want to talk a little bit about my childhood Christmas experience as well. I also want to talk to Chad about being a professional Santa's helper and, and what that experience is like, and, and, and just chat with Chad a little bit more in general about um, the Christmas season and, and the holiday season and all of it. But sure. uh, before we do, let's take a quick break. So let's check in with some sponsors, and uh, and I hope you'll stick around for more of this great conversation with Chad Canfield but we'll be back in, oh, I don't know, let's say 48 seconds. Or more or less. Hi. Greetings. Hello. Uh, hello there. I'm Alan Way, and I'm your dungeon master for this new live play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, Myths of Myria. This podcast is for those looking to rediscover the joy of adventure, and helping me on this journey is my lovable nerdy cast. I'm Josh Wagner, and I'll be playing... Shadow. I'm Jackson Parker, and I will be playing Valros Visago. I'm Morgan Willis, and I'll be playing her. If you like fantastical and otherworldly character-driven stories, political and military intrigue, snide gamblers, or discovering what's on the other side of the looking glass, then you are going to love our brand new podcast as a part of the LAS Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. To support our show and other local creators like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, you can go to laspodcastnetwork.com. And just remember, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to fall in love with this podcast. And little did you know that this entire trailer was the verbal components to a spell. And now you're enchanted to listen every Monday to Myths of Myria. So, welcome. 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 To Myria. L-A-S. I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. Hey, we've got a new podcast. And it's called What Do You Want to Talk About? We talk about everything from almond milk lattes to xenophobia. New episodes every Monday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What Do You Want to Talk About is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, you can visit laspodcastnetwork.com. Calm. Hey, Lindsay, did I tell you the story about Skarpathan Njalsson when he was in Iceland and he was dying because he was under this log on fire and he pulls out this molar and he whips it into Thurl Thurlson's eye? No, I don't understand most of what you just said. Oh. Oh, Jason, did I tell you that Billy Eilish got bangs? What's a Billy Eyelash? L-A-S. Welcome on back to From One Dad to Another. I'm Thanks. Logan. Every time, man. I didn't get it at the top of the show, but uh, I didn't I didn't step on it there. Oh, man, I really thought because it wasn't the top of the show yeah. that I was in the clear. Nope. Nope. I'm Logan. I'm Tim. I'm Chad. Hi, Chad. <laughs> hey, Chad. Hi. <laughs> We're talking with our good friend Chad Canfield about... Uh, well, his his work in yeah. um, the medical field, which is really interesting, and, and um, medical finances in particular. It's really the yeah. helping people field. It's the helping but people helping field. people. That's yeah. really what it is. Yeah. It's, I I don't 
I mean, I'm I'm a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I don't even play one right. on TV. So <laughs> I don't. I, Would I, you don't, if you could, don't, don't let me look at that rash because <laughs> I won't be able to tell you what it is or that spot. But or you'll uh, you do improv, so you'll improv something. Yeah. And that might be worse. Yeah, I've done improv comedy for a very long time. Yeah. 20, 20 years or so. I've done that for a long time. Yeah. That's one thing I want to go back and touch on just really briefly. Sure. Because um, you mentioned it. But you are a podcaster, or have been a podcaster. Yeah. And you two did a podcast together called yep. The Can Man Show. Now, I'm I'm mm-hmm. not familiar with this. Yeah. I know you did at one point. What did that look like? What is? It, walk me through what that was. The uh, first episode, we were in Zach's bedroom. Oh Remember yeah, that? underneath yeah. underneath the, Zach who? my son Zach. Yep. Oh, your son Zach. Okay. Yep, son underneath Zach. the bunk bed. Yeah, underneath. Well, yeah, loft bed. The loft bunk bed, bed. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. Um. So and 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 honestly, like technology and podcasting. I mean, this was you know what are we thirteen years ago? So yeah. there wasn't this whole podcast thing that exists now. So kind of what it's happened kind of very is, niche. is I had a had a garage sale, and I sold a lot of Star Wars toys. Like when I say a lot, it was like fifteen hundred dollars worth of Star Wars toys. Oh, I did wow. I did that in nineteen ninety nine, I think. Well the whole the whole thing is is the Gazette got wind that I was selling them and they came and they, they did a story on my collection. And Friday we had nobody at the garage sale, but Saturday morning when it ran in the Gazette, I had people lined up at my house. Wow. And so I knew back when media was different. I right. knew I wanted to do a podcast. Okay, so I went to Guitar Center and I bought the best mics I could get. So I have um, a couple Rode NT1As. Yeah, I've got a um, so gosh, scientific. I don't know. I've got some really great studio. And then I brought over my mixer, which is still at my. It's house. still at your house. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. That's awesome. It's a Mackie uh, PC Seven something yeah, or other. Who knows? Remember. It's like a Tandy PC Seven. <laughs> right. Yeah. Something. I don't know. It's uh so yeah, and then I ended up I got a this this little thing that it was an interface where I could plug four mics into the computer and I ran um, I use Adobe Audition so I use PC okay. stuff great um, and that was that was after Cool Edit Pro yeah, cool, well yeah it's Cool Edit Pro guess, became Adobe Audition yeah, which yeah. became Adobe something or other else but I still use yeah. Adobe Audition old DAWs yeah it was it was not DOS. No, DAW. Oh, DAWs. Yeah. But DAWs. <laughs> DAWs. Like audio the band. Space. Yes, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, just, like the band. DAWs. Yeah. yeah, DAWs. Yeah. May all your favorite pants stay together. Something like that. I also want to say DAWs. I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> DAW? <laughs> anyway. But you, so you two do a podcast in a, in your yeah. So bedroom. Yeah. So I did uh, the Can Man show. And so Can Man was my nickname in high school. Somebody okay. just goes, oh, hey, Can Man. Um, I don't know if you know Darcy Bemis. Uh, mm-hmm. Her brother Brad, when I were friends in high school, and um, she, uh, um, well, Darcy Caraway, yes, uh, Elizabeth's stepmom, yes. Anyway, um, her brother and I were friends, and he called me Can Man a few times in high school, and it kind of stuck. And so, thus the Can Man show. But we talked about pop culture stuff. We talked about what we had no plan whatsoever. Yeah, it was literally like, hey, let's just go and talk. And then Tim would sing once in a while, play his Sometimes guitar. Sometimes I would, I, I would play live. Uh, well, I mean, recorded, yeah. but live. Right. Um, we'd do that. Uh, but yeah, we would. And then the cast grew. Uh, yeah. And it went from the two of us to. Well, you, me, and Kevin. I think we're on the first episode. Yep, and Kevin then it kind of went back and forth a couple times, but and then we I don't know Jamie Kelly. Yep, Jamie from the Gazette. Was then, yeah, and he he's was on. 
Yeah, he was at the Gazette then, but now he's like with another newspaper. Yeah, he's in North, in North Dakota, Dakota as yep. as the uh, the big head chief honcho, yeah. the J. Jonah Jameson of right of whatever <laughs> whatever uh, North Dakota newspaper. Yeah, but we would talk about music. We would talk about movies. Uh, we talk toys, about our kids, video games, our kids. Talk about anything that was happening in in life. And at first, we'd really be real careful about not swearing, and 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 we would do this thing where we would. Um, play a bagok is what we call oh, it, yeah. a chicken noise. Bagok, every time that Tim would curse because he's got a dirty mouth. That's true. Um, so uh, you, you Logan, swear Logan, less on this show than I thought that's you true, would. That's true. That's true. Logan knows how much of a chaos agent I can be. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> well, there's a reason this podcast is 38 minutes long so far. Right. And not, uh, yeah. not a Because I won't shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and It's a tight 38. W- well, when we started, it, like we would like go for like two hours, three hours, be like, oh, that's just way too long. Yeah. Of course, I'm sure you're right. probably learning that as you go now, but oh yeah, yeah, you got to keep it like an hour. So Logan's good at watching the clock. Yeah, I can see that. He's we got... have different jobs on this show. That's for true. Sure. My for job sure. is to just sort of show up and talk. <laughs> uh, be a granddad. Uh, yeah, be a papa. A papa. That's right. I had a dream that I was a papa, but it's coming. I mean, eventually. Someday. I mean, soon-ish. I don't know. We'll Not see. soon. I, how, how do you know? I don't know. <laughs> Zach just started. Dating this girl, Alyssa, and I keep telling my wife that, and hopefully she doesn't hear this, that, that like, I think she's going to be the one that makes Zach settle down. Mm. So, because, like, she's, like. No pressure. No, well, she's, like, scheduling, like, dentist appointments for the kid. <laughs> so, that's when I'm, like, oh. <laughs> she's a keeper. She, she's the one. She's the one. She, like, she put his Christmas list together, and his Christmas list is socks, underwear, winter coat, hat, gloves. That is a wife. That's, I'm just saying. <laughs> I so, mean, that's, that's fair. So that, but Definitely a I don't want to scare her away because she's so such a nice kid. I mean, they're both. So don't tell her to listen. Yeah, to don't this tell her at all. But yeah, she's a nice kid. I've only met her a couple times, but when she's doing that kind of stuff for my boy, who needs, <laughs> who needs that? Because speaking of agents of chaos, that would be him. Yeah. So, anyway, you had asked me about my Christmas experience yes. and Santa experience, and uh, I I was I've actually been thinking about it quite a bit because we took a break in the middle. We had sponsors. I don't remember believing in Santa. What? At all. I, I know that I did. You know that you did. But I don't remember it, which means that I probably stopped believing fairly Relatively young. early. Yeah. Like, yeah. like at four, five. Maybe something like that. Um, now, what I do remember are a couple of small traditions that I really valued. Um, one of which, similar to a, a knock at the door and seeing a present from the elves, was we had a large calendar it was like a fabric calendar that we hung up, um, and especially at the, the last house where I spent the most time growing up, we hung it at the, the platform in the middle of the stairs. So like an advent calendar? Kind of, yeah. So it was uh, a picture of a bunch of toys around Christmas, and then at the bottom were these panels that were numbered for each day of yep. the- Yeah, that's, that would be an advent calendar. Yeah. Um, but doesn't advent denote religion, which- this Not really necessarily. No, just mean it's, 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 just, it's used- in church, but I think it just we, we talk about the season of Advent, which I sure. think is a, a churchy Christmas thing. I mean, but they, they make like cheese Advent calendars. They right. make they it's make church booze sure. booze Advent calendars, like beer of the beer of the day Advent calendars. So yeah, yeah, it's not super churchy. God, I should go to Aldi's. So <laughs> um, so we would uh, every day we would unpin one of the numbers and then pin it where the corresponding number was on the picture. Oh, okay, and then. Randomly, throughout the 25 days of Christmas, um, there would be gifts sitting underneath the calendar when we woke oh, up. Oh, neat. So that was a very cute thing. And, and 
they were never anything crazy special, but mm-hmm. they were always a little bit more than just like a dollar store item. Yeah. Um, which was fun. Like I really yeah. looked forward to that and I would wake up and I check every morning. I'd be really excited. That's cool. Um, so that was a special tradition that I really wanted to uh, awesome. reestablish for um, Marlowe. We haven't done that with Liam, but we've kind of just started establishing yep. what that, you know, what yeah. our family does, dynamic does is Liam, like. Yep. Does Liam still believe? I mean, I tried to, to, uh, to uh, stab, you know, help with that a couple of years ago. <laughs> That's at right, Orchestra Iowa, <laughs> That's and right. I think I did a pretty good job. But I, I do think that maybe it's only in the last couple of years where, you know, maybe he wondered or maybe he thought, but now he he super knows. Ah. Um, but that kid is smart, so smart, yeah, and uh, and very mature beyond his age. Mm-hmm. He was back then too. Uh, yes, so it took some so. convincing. Yeah, but it worked. Yeah. So the advent calendar, and then what else? You, you had something else. Um, one thing I was thinking about the handwriting that you mentioned—the mm-hmm. left hand versus right hand—that your mom would do. Um, I think it was my mom that did it, but she, all of the the presents would have labels on them, and the ones mm-hmm. that were from Santa would say Santa, but they all were written a very specific yep. way. Right. It was very consistent. Mom did the same thing. Again, I don't know if I really ever believed that. I think like, I did that when I was when my kids were younger. Also, we had yeah. special Santa wrapping paper. That's what mm-hmm. I was. I was just going to mm-hmm. say that. So if you if you are going to do that for your children, make sure that you don't wrap normal presents in the Santa paper because that kind of blows that illusion right out of the water. But actually, sure. one of the things that we used to do um, when I was little is Santa. So Santa would basically bring one gift. So mostly it was, most of the gifts were from my parents or when my kids were little, they were from us, but there was a Santa gift. And most of the time the Santa gift was unwrapped. So the kids had to stay in their room. They weren't allowed to come out and peek, but of Mm -hmm. course they did. And I did the same thing. And that was something my parents did. But I remember, you know, at two in the morning you go out and Santa brought me a stuffed Ewok. You know, yeah. uh, or whatever it was, because it was unwrapped and it was right there. Uh, so I want a stuffed Ewok. Yeah. yeah, I still have it actually. My traditions were not that we were wrapped and all. Yeah, that, but Marnie had the same type of traditions, I believe. Where, mm-hmm. yeah, it was uh, usually one thing um, yeah. or maybe a few things, but they were unwrapped, and that was just just different. Yeah. You know? Um, I always really loved, we took stockings pretty seriously too. Yeah. So we would we would shove a lot in the stockings, but then it'd also be like toys underneath the stocking. Mm-hmm. Because they would fit in there, yeah. And uh, I would always get to like access my stocking right when I woke up. Right. We always did. We did that with the kids as well, and yeah. that was something we did as, as as well. We couldn't we couldn't go dig into any presents or anything until the parents were out. Yeah. Uh, so I one of my children, and please, to God, please don't listen to this, but I got to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> one of my children this year is going to get like total crap presents, except for in their stocking is going to be a very nice present. Okay. So it's like I'm really looking forward to them going, socks, underwear, what the hell? And then getting there and go, oh, my God. It's going to be pretty great. <laughs> oh, so, my God, eh? Yeah, I'm not saying. Oh, okay, great. But it's going to be um, pretty awesome. So, I don't remember when I stopped believing in Santa Claus, but I know that there was a time, but we never talked about it. And and there was a time, I know I was a teenager, my dad saying to me was like, well, you know, as soon as you stop believing in Santa Claus, he will stop bringing you presents. Yeah. And so that was just kind of, so it was, it was always just a thing that we always just sort of laughed about. And, and, and we know, we knew what the game was. Right. Um, but that was just a thing all the way up. My, I got a guitar from Santa Claus my senior year of high school. 
Um, although my parents did kind of mess with me a little bit on that. Santa Claus actually brought me a guitar amp, a little tiny guitar amp. And, um, and then my parents were like, oh, you're so excited. You can, you can plug your guitar into it. Now, the guitar that they were referring to was this mm-hmm. like old acoustic guitar toy guitar basically that it belonged to my mom like from the 70s or something it was not even a a real yeah Yeah. it wasn't even a real instrument but they were like you can plug it in there and and it had an electric guitar and i was like i remember going oh thanks like i was so like heartbroken because i couldn't tell them and then they started laughing, and then they pulled the guitar out of the closet. Um, but mm-hmm. I, was, I was so relieved. But I remember thinking, kind of like Ralph oh, my story. God, I cannot believe they got me a, a guitar amplifier, and I can't use it because they don't know how guitars work. Yeah. But, but no, they were just screwing with me. So I have a very similar story, and I don't know if I've told it on this show or not. I feel like I said it on one of our many podcasts, but I want to tell it really quickly. It's not a Christmas story. It's a birthday story. Where I got, um, I had a Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. and um, for my birthday, the whole every single present I opened was like an accessory for a Game Boy Advance, <laughs> which I was like, "Thank you so much." I can't use this. Like I couldn't say that to them, right, right? Right. But I was I was young enough that I was getting really upset about it. Like this is a heartbreaking <laughs> thing. I was crying. Like in an olive garden, right? <laughs> and you were twenty-one. <laughs> That's right. More breadsticks. <laughs> and then eventually, the very last one was a Game Boy Advance. Yeah, and and then it all made sense, and they got me good. Yeah, they got me good. Parents but, hey, are mean. I remembered it. So I have a question for y'all. What what was the uh, the craziest thing that you asked for for Christmas? Like, what's the like? How would you ask for things for Christmas? Number one, would you like write a letter to Santa, or would you tell your parents, or how did you ask for things? Let's start there. I never wrote a letter. I what I would I do did. is I, I would go through the like store catalogs. Yeah, would come with like Thanksgiving and circle the yeah. things. Did right? a lot of that. JC Penny yeah. catalog. Yep, the yeah. wish book. Sears. Sears wish book. Oh yeah, and I I don't think I ever asked for anything too crazy. I just always wanted video game stuff. That was my big gift all the way growing up. And Jackson relates. We've had this conversation before, but it was always like, what big console is coming out? Yeah. What's the big thing I have to get? Yeah. You know, blah, blah. I was in my 20s when the PlayStation came out. So so you yeah. relate. I think no. <laughs> I, I don't remember specifically asking Santa for anything in particular, but there were two things that I remember asking for from catalogs. One of which I got one year for Christmas, and that was a skateboard, and it was a pro skateboard. This would have been 1985, 86. It was a Veriflex Voodoo. Ooh, I like Veriflex. Uh, and that was the that was the skateboard, and I got that for Christmas, and I remember that just that really really stuck with me because I think it was because I had seen Back to the Future, and I just wanted to ride my skateboard all all I over the place. That. Um, but then the other one was an RC car, and it was the remote control, and it was the Grasshopper. And it had like a suspension on it and everything, and I never got that thing. Those sons of guns. Yeah, I yeah. mean they got me all kinds of stuff. I think but they never got me the grasshopper. I don't remember asking like writing letters either, but I would go. My mom would take me to Santa every year, and I'd sit on his lap, and then I'd ask for something. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if I ever got exactly what I asked for, but I got you know a cl- something that's close proximity. I don't. I don't have any memories of asking for things. From Santa specifically, but I also don't have any memory of ever being disappointed 
yeah. by gifts that I, I got. Yeah. As an adult, I get disappointed once. Yeah. I wanted so a Zune so bad. <laughs> okay. I wanted one. Right. So we have like three Christmases. We have we had one at my house or at my in-laws, then our house, and then we go to my mom's house on Christmas Day. Yeah. So I went to my in-laws. My father-in-law gets a freaking Zune. I'm like, okay, where's mine? Right? Because I figured, okay, if he got one, then be fine. I go home. My son gets a damn Zune. And so at that <laughs> point, I was getting pretty pissed. And then go to my mom's and then open up all the presents and like, oh, well, then. No Zune. No Zune. And then, of course, my mom then comes out and brings out the Zune and like, Ralphie yeah. got the, you know. So you didn't have to, you didn't have to t- pool your Christmas money and go buy it yourself. No, no. But yeah, but we all know how well the Zune did. I was going to say, you, you probably, like, they did you a favor. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I ended up getting that and then I got the Zune HD, which was really kick butt. And then, I mean, like, it was the a great HD product. DVD. Yeah, I did. I did have an HD DVD player. <laughs> I still have HD DVDs, but I wish I have it. I do have an HD DVD player right now that plugged into my Xbox, but there's no drivers that support the right, thing. Right, right. So I've got Transformers on HD DVD. I that think I, porn and Disney was responsible for making sure Blu-ray won that battle. Yeah, that could be it. If they would have just called it a DVHD, it would have worked. Something or a like laser that. disc. Yeah, or already kind of. We actually, that. my my in laws just asked us recently. Do you want the laser disc player? Like, because they were just kind of clearing things out. Yeah, it was like where you have to like flip the movie over Heck in the yeah. in, in the middle there's of some, it. There's a like so laser disc versions of movies. This could be a whole nother podcast. But <laughs> laser disc versions of movies are not the same movie versions that you get like on a right. Blu-ray sometimes. For example, right. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yep. The 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 laser disc version of Star Wars is phenomenal. Just saying. Yep. Just saying. I've seen the I've, I've seen the the video version of it. The, yeah. the digital video version. Yeah, of the but laser the, disc. it's 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 phenomenal. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway. Chad, you mentioned um, that you would go and actually sit on Santa's lap and, oh, yeah. and see Santa, and now you are that Santa. Yeah. What's the craziest thing that you have been asked as Santa's helper? Couple things. Christmas? Couple things. Number one, this year, of course, trying to get rid of COVID. That's not really that crazy. It's it's a really great dream that like everybody's asking for. Oh, that. But, yes. but kids actually ask you for that. Kids actually ask me for that. Are kids asking for the vaccine? Um, well, I guess probably at the, this they, point, they're kids asking. Can well, get I it. had a little girl ask me that asked me to get everybody vaccinated is what she asked me for. Wow. And there's a lot of people who are not for various right. reasons, and I'm not going to go mm-hmm. start a whole discussion there about that. Uh-huh. But, I but anyway. I sat there for 20 minutes and talked about the nuance of choice with <laughs> yeah. this little girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I totally That's a did. whole other podcast. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. But one year, um, Elizabeth Von Presley and I were, I was doing Santa photos with Elizabeth in her studio. And this mom comes in with two kids, a, a little boy and a little girl, probably about seven or eight years old. And the little girl asked for an Apple Watch, which was, you know, kind of a big, big ask. But the little boy asked for uh, duct tape, zip ties, and um, some rope. And I look over at mom like, really? She's like, yeah, really. And she said, no, he's just going to the Capitol Trump rally on January 6th. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, well, this was well before. Right. Yeah, he was planning ahead. Orange man. Well before him, but it was um, it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, I had just watched all of Dexter, and so <laughs> I'm like, did he, did he want plastic tarps as well? I mean, like, what what the hell? She goes, well, he wants to be a spy. 
I'm like, oh. Oh. Does but, he know what a spy does? Yeah, he doesn't do that. He does no. murder. <laughs> yeah, his hobby was murder. Moiter. Anyway. I think the year that you took those pictures, I think there are pictures of me sitting on your lap. Oh, yeah, there's some of those. I did yeah. that a few years, but yeah, yeah. You and I have some Santa photos. I have. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have Santa photos. I think I, there's one where I was crying, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. That'll probably yeah. pop up on Facebook here soon. Yeah, don't say pop up and sat in We have been naked together. There's some hey, erotic stop. tension in this room right now. It's not tension. No. <laughs> it's very relaxed on this side of the table. Whoa. Yeah. But, and we're sitting next to each other just to visualize. It's true. Very closely. So uh, what? You've how long have you been doing this? Probably a decade now. And how do you feel about it a decade in? I, this year, there's been times because people aren't getting vaccinated. I'm very pro-vaccination, very much pro, let's get this over with. Pro-helping people. Pro-helping people get this over with. I'm, I'm sick of, I want to get back to li- to normal, yeah. right? And until people pull their heads out of their behinds and get back things, let things get back to normal and not get all political over crap, let's, let's like get over this. So I don't want to get sick. I don't want you to get sick. Let's just fix this mm-hmm. and move on, right? Sure, there'll be another pandemic. Then we'll get another vaccination. That's usually how it works. Right. Right? But I really, really, really want people to get vaccinated. So I almost gave up being Santa this year. I'm like... Because last year you didn't really get to do it much. No, I did it once or twice for a couple people that I, I know or have been at their place before. But um, I really, really, really want to get back to normal and to tell people do i'm like i can't do this because i i have underlying health issues so i don't want to get it by being around you i mean i love spreading christmas cheer and singing loud for all to hear right but um it's just until people can take care of themselves and realize that by not taking care of themselves they're putting other people at risk that's the part that really gets me. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a that's that's a tough tough position to be in as a Santa's helper. I mean, you know, I Santa if you Santa wore a mask, it just wouldn't be the same, I don't right. think. And um if I wore a face shield, it still wouldn't be the same, right? Um I would love it to have be able to have kids sit on my lap again or adults sit on my lap again and tell me what they want for Christmas. But until people can take care of themselves like adults and realize that, you know, in order to get beyond this, we need to buck up and get a two-second shot, right? Um, that's yeah. That's it. So I basically almost gave up being Santa. That's it. So, so we know what you would like for Christmas. I would like... Everyone to get... Get the, vaccinated. Get vaxed, fully vaxed. Waxed I mean, and vaxed. A Zune HD. A Zune yeah, a Zune HD. HD <laughs> that is what I want. Um, actually, what I want for Christmas is um, you... Oh, all I want for Christmas is from my favorite movie, Die Zoom. Actually. Die Actually, yeah, <laughs> a Zune. Yeah. Uh, so maybe my last question for you then, because I I, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, this yeah, has been awesome. This has been great. Um, this is a parenting podcast. Yes. And so, do you, from your your unique perspective as a Santa's helper, have advice for parents when it comes to? taking their kid to go see Santa or, um, you know, the, if just approaching the holidays in general? It's an excellent question. So first thing, when Santa goes to visit people's houses and they wonder why Santa pulls up in a car and not with a reindeer, mm-hmm. one piece of advice is tell the child that imagine what would happen 
if Santa came flying down the street in the middle of the day. Everybody in the neighborhood would go crazy. They'd mm-hmm. have to... He'd have to have a police escort. So he comes incognito. Uh, it's in got to be undercover. So he's got to be undercover. He parks the, the reindeer at the airport. Right. That kind of thing. So that's piece of advice number one. Piece of advice number two Santa drives a Subaru. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> piece of advice number two if Santa's going to come to visit, make sure that you didn't have the kids decorate with fluorescent icing their cookies. Um, and their hands are clean because Santa's suit is not cheap. And he's only got, and most Santas have one or two suits. And Santa's and they, beard is probably surprisingly difficult to wash. Yes, it is surprisingly difficult to wash. And, and Santa's beards, the, the, um, the ones that aren't natural, um, are, are very expensive. I was looking at getting a new one made of yak hair that is $495. Are there white yaks? Yes, or they bleach it. I don't know if there's white yaks or not. I haven't. I, don't know. I haven't gone They're called yak waxing. shopping. Waxing. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, white Wax. yak. White yak. No, I'm pretty sure they bleach so, the hair. So clean hands. Clean hands. Santa drives a Subaru. If your kids are, are have sniffles, keep them off of Santa's lap. Okay. If your kids have the sniffles or if they're coughing, at least have them wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be polite. Um, Santa's wearing gloves. Santa's got a beard, but Santa's not gonna have a mask on. Because you want pictures that uh, with Santa that look like Santa. Yeah. Okay. If you want, if be safe, right? Really, that's it. Um, let the kids ask for what they want. I am I, as a Santa. If you ever get to be a Santa, that's good advice. Never ever promise a kid something you can't deliver. Okay. Because you're never, not actually delivering. You're anything. not delivering anything. So if a kid comes up and asks you for an Xbox, say, Jimmy, you're getting that Xbox. Never say that. Always promise the child that they're going to have a very special present just for them under the tree. You're not overselling what you can do. So that's big advice as a parent. Well, I don't know if I'm going to become a Santa, but I am getting a lot of gray in my beard. So like if a kid comes up to me in high V and says, hey, can I get an Xbox for Christmas? I'm going to say, get away from me, kid. I don't even know what your vaccination status is. But but assuming they show me their vaccination card. Yeah. I will tell this kid, you're getting something very special. Now get away from me. What, one thing I want to mention, too, is I want to thank all of the people that have hired me this year. Every single one that's had a gathering, I haven't even asked. They're like, hey, I just want to let you know that everybody here has been vaccinated. And yesterday we all had rapid COVID tests. That's awesome. And I haven't even asked. They've told me every single big gathering I've been at. They're like, we want you to be safe. I want to thank every single person that's hired Santa this year that is, has, like, told me that. That's made me feel so much better about being around you. Sounds like you've got some great clients. I do. I do. And I have. I mean, a lot of the same clients we've had for years and years and years. And I know we're running low on time. But I wanted to say thank you for having me here. This has been a lot of fun. I haven't, I haven't done a podcast in a while. It's been so. awesome. It's good to have you in the studio. Um, thank you for being uh, a great friend to us. Thank you for helping people and being passionate about it. It's my pleasure. You know, that's, that's really wonderful. And uh, thank you, dear listener, for listening to another episode of From One Dad to Another. Our it's very special holiday episode. A very special episode <laughs> of From One Dad to Another, the weekly podcast produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The best Cedar Rapids in the world. Yeah. Allegedly. There's one in Nebraska. So. It's a village. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about that on this show recently. Well, I've had guests on my show from the other Cedar Rapids, and they're wonderful. Merry Christmas to them. 
Ma- yes. Merry Christmas to each and every one of all of you. There's who are no disparaging now. of anyone. And Jimmy from High V, Merry Christmas to you too. <laughs> you don't have to get away from me. For more on the LAS Podcast Network, go to laspodcastnetwork.com. And hey, if you like this show, if you want to support local, if you would like to give Tim the Christmas present of money, then consider subscribing to LAS Plus. Yep, and then I will give it to to Logan. Yeah, and then we'll use it to support local artists and local businesses. And you will get ad-free versions of our podcast, bonus episodes of our shows. You'll get discounts at our live events, uh, discounts on merch, which are coming very soon. Merch. Excited about that. Merch. And, uh, and much more. For more on that, just $10 a month, laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Uh, one quick business note. We're taking a break. We are. We're, we, we're tired. It's the holiday season. Yeah, and we want to spend time with our families. That's right. So we're going to take a break for we just love you, a few weeks. And we love one another. Yep. But we need a break. Yep. So we will be back in January with new weekly episodes of From One Dad to Another. New guests. New exciting stories. I don't have anything else. And other <laughs> other nonsense. I felt, I, I felt you setting me up, and I was like, nope, I can't do it. I <laughs> must be tired. I think you lasted. I oh. must need a break. You lasted longer than this song. Jackson had to start over, so you better wrap it up, guys, or Jackson's going to break you. We'll fix it. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. (laughs) That's what I say, as Lindsay would say. Um, But, yeah, happy holidays, everybody. Thank you again, Chad, for coming on the show. Very welcome. Thank you for having me. And we will talk to you in January. See you next year. Ho, ho, ho. See you next year.